I'm going to do one, two, three, and then one, two, three, clap. Everybody like spike the recording by clapping in front of the microphone. So that way I'll be able to kind of visually line up all our tracks. Not now. Wait till I go one, two, three. <laughs> Because it's difficult for me to clap because it's the microphone's quite close to my face. Okay, oh, actually, I can do it. But I was just <laughs> wow. testing, testing where the clicking was. Do you, know, do you need to get your what four-year-old daughter to come teach you how to clap? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> cheeky, cheeky you take the left just, hand and the right hand really fast. Yeah, like that. I'm not saying it. I can't. I can't do it. I'm just saying it's. Di- I, I have to like <laughs> lean <you> backwards <laughs> to get it in front of the microphone. Just Sounds quickly, like we're talking though, about some kind of a weird sexual act. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a <laughs> professional setup here. I'll let you know. I've got an arm and everything. It extends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's, let's try Hold it, em. and then at least we'll have a spike, and then we can let Ben figure out how many tries <laughs> it takes to get the opening. So <laughs> there's going to be a few outtakes on this. I tell you, <laughs> there's one or two. Ready and. And welcome to 60 Minutes with ABC Fording Ahead. My name is Fordy, Ben Fordy Ford, and I have two rather special people with me for this inaugural episode of the ABC Fording Ahead. And the ABC Fording Ahead, you might be wondering what that actually means, but um, actually on my left-hand side, I have a rather sexy partner from uh, across the uh, pond. Um, it's our one and only um, Alan Sanders. Hello, and welcome to the show, buddy. Hey Ben, thank you so much for inviting me into your uh, boudoir for this. This is very ni- this is very nice. By the way, I like the I like the I like the decor in here. It's very comforting. <laughs> it it feels soft and and inviting, almost like a hug. It's great. I like it. What if I'm sure you're on my as I say you're on my left hand side um, to to um, have uh, just you're out, you're out like a US a Yankee contingent, which is great. I always love that. I always love having a different way of thinking, you know, different, different input from someone like you, like intelligence on this side. And speaking of that, we'll go on to my right-hand side. If someone who has not quite so much intelligence, but nearly there, we have uh, our very own uh, Chris Jellyman, Stabby. How you doing, buddy? Hello, hello. That was that was probably the best intro I've I think I've ever heard. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, have you practiced them before? Have no, you done them before? No, just out of interest. Not, no. Wow. Look first at time. That was luck. amazing. <laughs> I think you'll take the piss, but there we go. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> this is great. This is like another show. This is an inaugural episode of, as I say, ABC Fording Ahead. Now, I think we'll get Alan to explain this one because you sort of came up with that idea, didn't you, mate? Well, you know what? Yeah, the title sort of came to me. But before we maybe even get to the title, because I think mm. the title was based solely on you and I having some conversations off yeah. air. You, we're, we're all good friends on WhatsApp and we have sometimes group conversations. But then you and I have had very similar approaches in the way we deal with stress and pressure, uh, life events, learning how to keep things in context. And I think that drew us to talk about, hey, maybe there's a need, or maybe maybe not, we'll find out after a few episodes, (laughs) but maybe people would like to hear a show that instead of talking about all the shit in the world, although we might do that too, maybe there's a way to kind of talk about how to stay maybe upbeat, maybe whatever, just showing that there are are people out there that don't want to be, you know, blah humbug all the time. I think you're right, and I think even I mean it's little things. With if you look at all the shows that the we all do under the whole blanket of sixty minutes with, they're all entertaining. They're you know they're they're all have their purpose, and we don't really do negative things at all. I mean, even if you look at the rant show, it's not negative, is it? It's kind of just something to get off your chest, and in fact, it makes you feel a hell of a lot better. But from my point of view, is I think for me, it's like a little baby I want to kind of nurture. And I know I've spoken to Chris a few times as well over the last few years, just generally about positivity. But you're right, Alan, it was me. I think our back and forth between ourselves on WhatsApp and voice messages here and there is a, is exactly that subject. Because let's be honest, there is so much negativity, you know, generally speaking. And in the light of what's going on at the moment, um, I think, in fact, listening, in fact, I listened today to um, the latest rant show and I, I really enjoyed that. And I think the whole social media has come into play for a lot of people. You know, if you haven't got your head screwed on, I think um, social media can really play a part in kind of depressing, depressing you more than anything else. And I think it's getting that fine balance. But for me, it's, you know, I love doing the gaming show with um, Chris and Adam. Absolutely adore doing that. Um, but generally, I think, and I think, Chris, you mentioned this as well. I think you've said on a couple of the shows that I've not been on. You mentioned about 
uh, the best part of the video game show is the bit at the start, the bit where people like to hear about our lives and what we've been up to. And I think a lot of feedback we get is about how we improve people's lives by listening to our sort of shit or listening to the stuff that we get up to. And people can take a positive, people can take a lot of positivity out of that. So I thought as well, well, let's go for it. Let's just try and come up with something because actually the more back and forth we've had guys, it's not that easy to have a regular show or there's no, uh, the way I see it at the moment, I can't quite understand the way of properly going forward with it, you know, unless we have some sort of structure. But anybody who knows me knows I have no structure whatsoever. So, but you, you know what I mean? So it's, again, it's how we go forward with this. And I think the three of us are the perfect group of people to push that uh, message. Just try and bring a little bit of happiness mm. into people's lives and maybe get interaction from people, you know, really find out ways of how to be positive, you know, because I've got my own, I will let one of you guys speak in a sec, by the way. I will take a breath. But, <laughs> but for me, from my point of view, is I spend a lot of my actual day-to-day life when I'm out and about meeting people. A lot of time is spent actually helping people, whether they know it or not, you know? And I get a lot of feedback from people saying, that's really cool. Uh, I can get into people's heads quite quickly, but that's, that's my way of dealing with positivity, you know? And we might, all three of us might have some slightly different slants and different takes on that. Hmm. Can I speak now? (laughs) Yes, you may. See, fucking hell, the the first show I've hosted, that's it, you can't shut me the fuck up. I was going to say, Chris, did you see that? We hand him a little bit of rope, thinks he's a cowboy now. (laughs) Well, it's better better, better than Um, being handed a bit of rope and hanging myself. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Now, they said I was hung, and they was right, but that's a whole different meaning. (laughs) Go ahead, Chris. Um, No, I think, to be fair, I mean, I started podcasting uh, eight years ago and Ben asked me then um, via Twitter. So again, you're talking about social media and the positives and negatives. If you hadn't have done that via Twitter, then I wouldn't be doing this now. So that's a positive uh, or a negative unless, you know, if you hate my voice. Um, But no, it's one of those that I, over the five years that we did the same coin, I've laughed so much. And when that came to an end... um, it, 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 I was on a bit of, I was an, on a downer, you know, because um, that was my Monday night. You know, we we uh, got together every Monday night and we talked and we laughed. And, we, you know, it's similar to what we do with the ABC of gaming. Uh, you know, we, we spoke about our lives, what was going on. You know, we had children um, that was new to us and then events that happened in our lives. So it was a way of getting things off our chest. And, and one of the big things about men you know if you want to say that and people in general but men mainly i guess is that you know we don't talk as much as we should do and i think for me anyway podcasting has has been a a way of getting stuff off my chest having a laugh and it made me feel better uh mentally made me feel better and so then there's the the other positive side effects of that you know you kind of gather a little community and like you've said people then join in and say I'm really grateful for the show because it's helped me through some tough times and and that there's no real better feeling than that for me that's that's an amazing sort of feeling to think that you know inadvertently you've helped somebody uh get through some of the shitty stuff that they've been going through so then uh, the same coin came to an end and you know say on a donor, but then 60 minutes with, uh, you know, kind of came about and that gave us an opportunity to then kind of resurrect the whole gaming thing. But like you said, the first 40 to 50 minutes is probably my favorite because, um, over the past well, two years since we've been doing that or so, um, it is essentially the same coin, you know, it's just got a different name and, uh, you know, obviously Dits isn't with us, but it's kind of the, it's kind of brought that back, that feeling of, I can talk about stuff that's going on in my life quite openly and honestly. And yes, we we go a bit over the top with stuff. And you know, <laughs> obviously Ben was talking talking about trannies, <laughs> us, uh, you know, and things. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's that there's that aspect of it where you know it is a bit over the top, a bit raucous, whatever. But when you get to the heart of it, I think the the most important thing, and I think this is again what people pick up. We've had some nice emails recently. Is that People relate to us because they understand that we they go through the same things that we go through. And, you know, it helps them to deal with some of the shitty things. Like one of the emails that we had recently was, and I was speaking to both of you on separate about separate things. But Alan, I sent you a message. Um, the reason why I went to you is because you're a bit older, a bit wiser. No. And oh, boom! Coming up the age. Look at that. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. No, but in terms it of... It was you know, my pleasure to help you, you youngin. 
What was he asking you about then, Alan? Was he asking about droopy ball syndrome? Or when what, your what, what, balls hey. turn grey, is that normal? <laughs> it was. No, it, it actually was. It, it, it was like well, you know, not exactly turning grey, but yeah, it was about your balls. <laughs> it was. It was. You know, I, I was. I'd got stuff on my mind. Uh, you know, I got like that sort of weird. Oh, look at so wait, he was telling me about his balls because he had stuff on his mind. Oh, oh yeah. And also, <laughs> hold on, I am offended. What makes you think that I? What makes you think that I can't talk about bollocks? Well, no, I know you can talk bollocks. Everybody, <laughs> there's, everybody knows. No question that, about it. That you, you are, uh, you know, kind of extremely virile. Let's what you say. And uh, your your sack's always empty. So I mean, how the fuck are you going to be like? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But it was just one of those that on the day, uh, you know, was, I kind of said to Alan, we had that WhatsApp conversation, whatever. So that was that. But then, Ben, more recently, I've approached you about some of the things I've been going through with my kids or my eldest daughter, I should point yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of one of those where, I mean, when you asked me, and it's a great honour and privilege that you have asked me to kind of join in with this, as it was when you asked me eight years ago to be a part of the same coin, um, in as much as that um, I, I feel that we, you know, we can confide, confide in each other and we can talk to each other uh, about stuff. And so... I'm not going to say for one second that I have the answers to uh, all the problems in the world. I do not. I, but what I can say is that I go through problems and I experience problems of different kinds. I've experienced problems in my past. Um, I've been married before, didn't end well, um, went down to nine stone. I'm, just for the record, I guess I'm 13 and a half stone now. Uh, pure muscle, I should point out. Um, and, you know, it's one of those where I... I can't say that. <laughs> stop laughing. I can't say that. No, sorry, I've, no, this is funny. That's funny. That's that <laughs> I can't say that I've ever been diagnosed with depression, but I've certainly felt that um, I've questioned life and the meaning of it and the reason why I'm here a number of times to a point where I've felt, does it actually really matter if I'm here or not? In my lowest points in my life. And then there's, there's times where, uh, you know, I'm down about different things and I have, kind of armed myself through different things, different experiences, learning stuff, reading books, listening to podcasts about the things that help me get through the tough times in life. Cause we all have them. We all experience them. So what I'm saying is I can't tell everybody how to do it. If they're going through a tough time, how to get out of it. What I can say is what helped me deal with it and what helped me get through it. Actually. And, and that is perfect. Do you know what I mean? And so, and and that's the kind of the, the if you like the the position. What I want or what I would like to see come out of this podcast, or you know, is that yeah. we talk openly and honestly about things that we've experienced, uh, things that we ha- are currently going through. If there are problems, uh, you know, and what gets us through it, what gives us uh, that boost, what kind of helps you uh, see. Um, the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not easy. In, in this day and age, like you said, there are so many pressures. There are so many things going on in, in the world. It's not easy to stay positive. And I'm not always positive. So if anybody th- is tuning in thinking, oh, God, you, you're always fucking positive. Of course I'm not. I'm human. Right. I just, uh, I actually want to just step in. To Go for it. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just, butting in is very unlike me. I don't like doing it. <laughs> but it's just, I think... Uh, 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 I think actually as a caveat from the start, you know, the top end of the show, I think I was going to say something along the lines of that as well. We cannot cure anybody or everybody. Do you know what I mean? It's again, purely our experiences. I can't pretend I'm a, a qualified doctor to help with certain things. I think it was, you're rightly so in saying that sort of stuff, Stabby, because it is about our own experiences as well. I will just say from the top end though, I do annoy people very easily because actually 95% of the time, if I'll probably go with an even higher number, 99% of the time, I'm actually a happy bastard and that pisses people off as mm. well. Okay. So, but it's about acknowledging because I, you know, I have to look in my case, I have to look from where I've come, even in, the, in these last eight years of podcasting, who I was at at the start of that to where I am oh, now. Oh God, it's, it's changed, huge. Huge, huge, yeah. huge. And, and, and I like the fact you've said that about you can't help these people or you can't, you're not telling someone what to do. Of course, of course that would be foolish. But, you know, sometimes in life you sort of think, I think I'd like for us guys to maybe perhaps point out some things that will really make your life 10 times well, okay. better. Because half the time, yeah, you go. I just want to make uh, maybe a slight yeah. correction on that. We might be All able right. to help <laughs> people. I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, yes. yeah. there's always yeah, yeah. that phrase where people, the reason I think maybe they'll enjoy listening to us is, 
they'll realize just when well, they thought their life was shitty, then they listen to us and they go, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what have I got to complain about? You know, there is I'm that. Always, no, I've yeah. always been a big fan of the phrase, you're never truly useless. You can always serve as a bad example. So, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the difference yeah. is we're not here to diagnose anybody. There's no, we're not saying we've got some miracle cure or some, you know, you do these following three things and you are guaranteed happiness. I don't, I think we're, we're not saying that, but who knows? You might learn a trick or two. You might try some of the things we've tried. It may work for you. It may not. So I don't want to say we're not going to be able to help because we might, we might do it just by someone saying, okay, now I know what not to do. Right. I mean, the funny thing is there, Alan, at the top of the show, I turned around and said, I have helped people in the real world just by talking to them and that sort of thing. And that is genuine help. I've had people come up to me and say, it's helped. I've seen by their actions, they've gone on and helped themselves. But ultimately, it's them helping themselves. Right. And a lot of the times, it's, it's, it's by dialogue, by speaking to people like we do. And also, I expect, from my point of view, is on this show, if it goes forward, and I fucking hope it does, is that I'll learn way more about how to improve my life by listening to you guys and vice versa. Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that I haven't got all the answers. And, and with me saying just a few moments ago about the 95, 96% uh, positivity rate it is and half the time that's about a frame of mind and that's one of the biggest things it's about no matter how shitty things seem it's about uh, reprogramming the mind and all those sort of things all things i've studied all things i've looked into and if i if we're going to go with qualifications i have fuck all apart from qualifications of life whereas actually alan you do have a certain amount of qualifications mm, don't you? i do which is to, uh, which is really sad i yeah. actually have a degree in psychology it was going to be my what i thought would be my profession and then I realized I have absolutely no patience for people that are full of bullshit. And so yeah. I, I couldn't help them. <laughs> yeah. That there is the perfect statement because that is what I say. I've had a few people tell me, say to me, why do you not do this? Why do you not go and get all the qualifications and do this to help people? I tell me, I said, there's a, the one main reason is I wouldn't be able to stand all the bureaucracy. I would be, uh, the fact that if I'm one-on-one talking to you right now, it's because I can say whatever I want to say without there being some govern, governing body telling me what I can't say, these sort of things, you know? You know, look, when I grew up, and, and I think we're similar, although, Chris, you, you're, you are just a tad younger, and since you brought up age, but I grew, <laughs> yeah. when I grew up thinking I wanted to help people, we actually realized there was such a thing as tough love and telling people the truth, and if the truth hurt, oh, yeah. well, so be it, you needed to hear it. And now we live in an age where, oh, we're all precious and snowflakey and don't tell us things that might make us feel weird or bad or make us, and, and I can't deal with that. I, I, I want the truth. And you know? that is why a lot of people have fallen out with me as well in these past couple of years, because I do say it as it is. And it, it, do you know what? Perhaps it's just for my benefit, because I think I can't be putting up with your bullshit, mate. You know, it's a bit like someone who says, I have no idea why I'm putting on too much weight. Well, it's because you're eating too much, not exercising enough. Or I have no idea why I can't breathe fucking properly whilst puffing on a fag. Little things like that to me. Uh, that cigarette. <laughs> um, th- things like- <laughs> For our US audience, there's your translation. Yeah, but do, do you see what I mean? Little things like, and we are all, we all do this. We can all feel bad about ourselves sometimes, right? But if we just are genuinely honest with ourselves, there's usually a very quick solution as to what's going mm. on. And it's about solution finding rather than moaning about all the shitty problems that are going on. Mm. Now that doesn't work. If you lose a pair, like, look, look, let, let, I'll be honest with you. If I was to lose a loved one tomorrow, there is no amount of positivity you can give me at that moment in time. Nothing's going to work. Because you have to have your grieving time. You have to have all that downtime, of course. But I'm talking more day-to-day general life sort of stuff. I think people need to look at themselves right. and think a little bit different. But that's exactly what I would tell you is this grief that yeah. you're feeling is necessary. Because yeah. if you ignore it, it's going to be worse later. So there's your positive like messaging. You're going to feel like ass for a while. But at some point, if you embrace it and you look at it, you're going to feel better. If you ignore it, you're going to just delay it. And actually, it's going to be worse down the road. Perfect. Excellent. That was awesome. <laughs> Just coming from what Ben was saying as well, and I'm, I'm the reason I'm on board with this as well is because. Um, I like Fuck to- me, I've only just started, mate. It's the first episode. <laughs> I, 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 I want to learn as well. I, you know, I've, yeah. I, I've got no qualifications with this. I've read a few uh, self help books. I, one of them you recommended, Ben, which is fucking awesome. Um, and, and, uh, that was Fiona Harold, wasn't it? Uh, be your own life coach. Just, I think that was like over a year ago. You recommended that. And that helped me. That's, that, to, that's actually the only book I recommend. Yeah. That, that, the only book. That, that's yeah. helped me last year to set a number of different goals and do different things. And, and as a result, I'm doing a different job. Do you know what I mean? So I think that kind of tells you when you can put the power of, of goals into practice from my point of view anyway. Yeah. But the thing is as well is you've got to be on top of it because that, that, um, that 
positivity and those goals, that mindset can drain away from you if you if you allow it to. But from my point of view, anyway. But it's kind of I am want to be part of this because. I like to learn. I like to feel like I'm growing yeah. and, and developing, and, and uh, <laughs> especially when I talk to you guys um, in certain parts of my body. But it's one of those where you, you kind of, <laughs> you know, I think as a person, as a human being, you know, to, to grow and develop, you do have, you have to learn. You have to, and, and that's that can be through education. It can be through talking to people. It can be it's different things like that. So that's where I'm coming from with, with all of this as well. Yeah. Well, and then just to put my final uh, two cents on this sort of opening, what I loved, and, and and I think why I was so drawn to this idea when Ben and I started talking, and then Chris, you and I would talk, and I realized you guys are in a completely different country across the Atlantic Ocean, and yet we can all relate to so many shared moments or experiences, uh, frustrations, and, and then I realized hey, we're just in different parts of the world that doesn't make us different people. Mm. And I love the idea that we're having sort of a, a multicultural, multi-country kind of show, but it shows that there's so many similarities that we, when you start stripping away all of the labels and all the other crap, we're basically all human beings at our core. And it's just, we can all relate to one another if we would stop, you know, embracing all of the bullshit and the labels and stuff that sometimes get heaped upon us. And I thought that's the coolest thing to see and hear the, hearing you guys on the ABC of gaming and go, oh my God, I had the same thought or I had... I thought the same thing about that game or I thought the same thing about this particular situation or whatever you guys are talking about. And I'd find myself just listening because I thought I was listening to buddies of mine that I had, that I'd lost track of for years. And, mm. and, and I think that's the coolest thing. Absolutely. And I think that we didn't do that, not with just with the ABC or 60 minutes with book way back when we did the same coin, it didn't, we didn't go into it intending for it to be like that. There was no plan to say, right, we want it to be like you down the uh, down the pub with your mates. It just ended up being like that. And again, I think that's part of the yeah. reason why people relate to it because we are ourselves, you know, and I think that's the, the most important thing I've learned from doing podcasts is to be yourself. Don't put on an act. Don't put on, uh, you know, an impersonation or project something that you, you aren't because you will very quickly be found out. And I think that the best podcasts I listen to are the ones where people are themselves. And that's very important for me. And I think that's where, because that, that, going back to what I said at the beginning, that sense of trust. And I often forget, you know, even though I'm sat here with a microphone in front of me, I often forget that uh, there are people going to be listening to the show. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those where I get so drawn into it that I just tend to forget that there are people going to be listening because I'm just having a chat with two other people or three other people, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the sign of a good um, relationship and a good podcast. And um, so, yeah, that, that's the, so, yeah. yeah, there you go. There we go. It's really interesting as well, because when we were talking about this as well, I, this has sort of been on the setup for quite some time because it's, it's trying to understand how to do it. It's, this is very different, this type of show, isn't it? If, because Well, that's the thing. You and I uh, were talking about a lot back yeah. and forth because it's easy to say, I want to do a show about X. And then all of a sudden yeah. I brought in questions like, well, but what do we talk about the next show? What's the topic? What's the, exactly. what's the structure to make sure that we don't just say the same thing every show? Well, exactly. And I think the more time I've had to think about it, I think this is it. I think bringing that third person on with Chris as well. And I think it's about being honest. I think it is. And I think it's about, well, in my case, it will be about my experiences. Because originally I was thinking, well, what do I do? All I do is I'll just uh, try and advise people this and that. Well, of course, you need interaction for that. So hopefully maybe another side of it going forward would be where people actually do contact and maybe ask for you know, help, not help, ask for advice on things. Right? I, Maybe that's another I would uh, love that. I think as, if, yeah. if this goes the way, Ben, you and I talked about it, and Chris, yeah. I'm assuming you'd yeah. feel the same way. Yeah. I'd love audience participation. People responding, saying, you know, when you, or flip side telling us, when you told us the story of whatever, and I was able to deal with what I was dealing with, and so we could recount those stories, because in and of themselves, recounting someone's positive reaction is in itself positive. Exactly. Yeah. And I think from my point of view is I've also worked out that the only way it will work for me is if I'm 100% honest. Mm-hmm. And that will mean kind of over a period of time will be being honest about sort of stuff I've got up to and mistakes I've made. I think partly a lot of times a lot of negativity comes into people's lives because they're just not honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And they don't accept they're actually flawed 
creatures. And I think that's where I've grown massively just in the last couple of years. I mean, I had life coaching. We'll go more into that another time. But I had life coaching about four years ago. And it's, it's a continuous thing. And honestly, where I've come from, from there to now, it's just remarkable. And it's amazing. Mm. And I think being able to share some of those experiences won't, it, it, you know, I don't, it, people will not look at me and think, well, who the hell is he to talk about saying, give me, give me this sort of advice? Well, the reason will be is because I can kind of point out the mistakes I've made and some of the most ridiculous situations I've been in as well. So I'm not afraid to do that. Mm. I'm not afraid to put my, put my head under the guillotine, you know? I'm yeah. not. So. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you can only uh, do that for, once, though. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> I think from my point of view, and I think uh, the, the, one of the big things is, uh, at some point I'm sure we're going to talk about baggage and about how that can weigh you down mentally and physically, you know, it just change your whole uh, sort of, posture you know what i mean if you feel like you've got the yeah, white yeah especially the way my wife packs <laughs> there's a double meaning in that yeah. if, if if you feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders then that's how you're going to appear to people do you know what i mean and mm-hmm. uh and not only that as well i think um you know uh not that i'm the most physical or fittest person in the world but alan do you remember uh last year i think it was around november december i sent you a message said i was basically just feeling a bit down in the dumps i didn't feel like i was doing uh what i wanted to do um in terms of you know fitness training whatever and you kind of gave me a bit of a kick up the arse really and it was kind of just the the whole <laughs> yeah, uh, <I> <laughs> yeah and, it, and it was it was like almost look you know Matt, just go out and do it what are you waiting for and that's that's the thing sometimes you do need something something or somebody to kick start you into doing something I think that's the thing. It's about taking action and, and it's it's uncomfortable, you know, because people like to be in comfort zones. I understand that. But, you you know, um, you don't that will only get you so far fr- from my point of view. Um, and being uncomfortable is it, it's not necessarily a nice feeling. It's a good thing to do. I feel anyway, to step outside that comfort zone um, because you will grow so much if, if you do that. Sorry, I sound like I'm preaching, but you know what I mean? It just, that's, I'm speaking from my own experience. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, you know what? You, you started off, I think uh, one of the first things you said is about guys specifically, but men in general don't necessarily communicate as well as they should. Yeah. And I think what I find interesting, the comment I, I is what you made about you and I chatting about you not working out anymore. You kind of having fallen in the rut of not going out and doing something. And it, and all I said was, you know, well, then why don't you do it? Just say, I'm going to do it tomorrow, whatever, just do it. My wife is a personal trainer and she, one of the biggest selling features, everybody knows what it's like to have joined a gym because you say to yourself, I want to get, I want to get better in shape. I want to be, I want to feel better. I want to look better. But if it's just you by yourself, how easy it is it to convince yourself, oh, it's raining. I'm going to skip it today. Or, oh, you know what? I've got this big test or I've got this big thing at work. I'm just going to skip this week, but I promise myself I'll go back. And then how many of us start to just not go anymore? Mm. When you start dealing with a personal trainer, you've got somebody else holding you accountable. And it's a lot harder. For some reason, you can lie to yourself all day long and you'll believe it. It's a lot harder to go to your, your trainer and say, oh, I just don't feel like working out today. And the trainer goes, well, I'm still going to charge you, so you might as well show up, you know? It's that accountability and the communication we're, we're bringing, I think, can actually help make people feel maybe a little more accountable. And also, I mean, just to sort of back up the point that I just made, is that, so that was November, December, and so I was a bit down in the dumps, you know, needed a bit of a kickstart, and this weekend I'm running a half marathon. So, so you know what I mean? It's one of those where you can sort of like, if you do have the focus, if you do want to do something, then there's nothing really to stop you. If you want, if you really want something and you want to do it, then it'll happen. If you put the, if you're willing to put the work and the effort into it. Um, I'm listening to um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, autobiography at the moment. Whatever people think about, aut- about Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's what, another thing where I'm not going to get into all of that kind of stuff. But the one thing that he can't deny is that he worked hard for what he wanted. And that, I'm starting to learn that right through listening to what he, you know, his, his book. And, uh, and it's, so that's, again, it's about setting goals and visualizing things and, and going for it, putting a plan together. Do you know what I mean? But, but that's actually really quite funny you saying that as well, because anyone who actually even thinks that, you know, about Arnold Schwarzenegger is completely and utterly fucking ignorant. Do you see what I mean? Because they, even going back to his like pumping iron days, he's always been a guy who had set goals, 
you know, has achieved so much, really has achieved so much. And in fact, there was when there was a speech recently he did, I can't remember what it was for, right? But if you actually watch it, it's mind-blowing oh yeah yeah and and speeches like that are just uh, very inspirational they're the sort of things that, yeah they're the sort of things that really are inspirational and you know that's a there's a perfect example of a topic for a show that we could all talk about especially i think that's what he gave at some graduation commencement yeah where he was talking to the students about look at life and he goes here's my rules for how you can succeed or here's here's what guided me and one of the ones i loved is know what the rules are so that way you'll know which ones are okay to break. Exactly. Mm. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's such a nice way to think about it. It's not meaning breaking the law, but you know, so many times people tell us, well, you, you, you have to do this or you can't do that. And he was basically saying, well, why do I have to do it that way? Maybe there is a different way. Why are you going to force me to follow that path if there's a better one? And I just love hearing things like that. And that, that'd be, there's an example of a topic we could have a whole show on. I think as well, the most amazing thing about that is that... Uh, we, again, we mentioned we keep mentioning social media, but it is a real big player in this whole issue that's going on. Because I think I don't know if you're in agreement with me as well. You see a lot of these people who you can clearly see have some mental health issues going on because all they do continuously is post up a- affirmations and memes that are just regurgitated from everybody else. It, that that doesn't unless you're actually going to believe in stuff and actually decide for yourself to take action. That sort of shit does nothing good for you whatsoever. You know. And so listening to a Arnold Schwarzenegger um, autobiography or listening to it on Audible or whatever, you actually really listen to it. And that, that that's good for you because that shows a real story of someone starting pretty much with nothing to ending up where he is now. Whereas don't you find, I don't know, maybe you disagree with me, guys, I don't know. But don't you find a lot of people now are just pushing and retweeting and reposting memes that they don't even follow themselves. They don't even believe in the stuff. Well, and this is where I'm going to, this is what's great because we can all have sort of, we don't, have, we don't all agree on everything because we'd only need one person yeah. on the show. But I, there are things I think that are okay to just retweet and repost. Even if maybe you think you're living by it, but you're not, it, it may still hit somebody else's page or somebody else's feed mm-hmm. and it's what they need at that moment in time. So I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Actually, let me, let me, re, let me re-say that. Is that right? Re-say Rephrase that? it. Uh, I'm talking about rephrase it there we are i'm learning to speak already yeah. wow, I'm, learning to, I'm learning to speak english learning everybody. to speak well done oh it's awesome it's just getting better and better by the I object. second honor i'll rephrase the question <laughs> i'll re-say there we it go. that's how i remember it next time thank you very much um but seriously no i think to be fair i was talking about people that i know on a personal level who don't follow that stuff who read who on facebook because i know what they're up to what they're getting up to their lives it's a bit like the people who post link I can't, you know, tap away on their keyboards. I can't believe such and such is doing this. When you know, you think to yourself, but I know you do that. You're, you're not, you're bullshitting yourself. You right. It's those sort of people. It's a different thing. I'm talking about on a more personal. Right. And level, that kind of yeah. goes with what I was bringing yeah. up on the last rant show yeah. of social media. You're putting forward something that's usually not real. Most people, not everybody, but a lot of people are putting forward yeah. what's not real whether they're not following it or whether they don't, you know, it's, 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 it's fake. Totally fake. And when you can't be, when you can't even be real on social media, you can't be real to yourself then. And that's the problem, which again, we, we mentioned at the beginning, if you can't be honest with yourself, you're not going to be happy at some point. You can't be happy if you keep lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. But looking on the flip, looking on the flip side, at least we can acknowledge and find out very quickly who have some sort of mental issues going on. And in fact, I've had a few conversations with people where sometimes because people can't speak and be honest, like we were saying earlier, and can't speak and say what they want to say, sometimes a little cry for help is by posting up all these fucking stuff constantly, you know, because they, they can't communicate properly. You know, I'm just saying maybe, maybe some of these people are people who need a little bit of extra help or whatever. Well, maybe this, uh, maybe this show will give it to them and I'm willing to give it my exactly. all. So. <laughs> I'll give it my best and I've got lots to give. Trust you me. I... <laughs> I, we started at the beginning talking about the name of the show, the ABCs of Fording Ahead. Oh, there we go. We, we finally got there. Yeah. Can you explain what that's all about? I, I, well, I kept track of it. I've done radio long enough. I know how to circle back around oh, to the topic. But, um, for the folks listening, and hopefully, again, this is, this is the pilot, the inaugural. This is sort of our test bed moving forward and hoping we'll have many more of these. Um, because Ben came up with it, and, and I love get, making sure people get their due, um, I thought the idea of, you know, we're going to call it fording ahead. Like when you ford a river, when you find a place to cross, you think you've got some, some object in front of you that you look at and you say, there's absolutely no way I can make it to the other side of whatever it is. 
I can't ford this river. And I said, no, we'll call it fording ahead. And then when we, when you brought up the idea of, Hey, should we bring Chris in? I thought, Oh, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. We should bring Chris in. Then I said, Oh, now we've got Alan, Ben, Chris, we could call it the ABCs of fording ahead because it's the three of us, whether we're on all uh, every episode, we may have things that, you know, life happens. We know that, but I just thought as a, a kind of a play on words, but at the same time, it really is giving a message to what we're hoping to achieve with the show, helping people figure out ways to cross whatever it is they think is blocking their path. It was hmm? perfect. Well done. It's, uh, it's lucky good. you, lucky, you, lucky you're, you're, I know you're going to say. I was going to say. We are so on the same wavelength, aren't we? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell Alan? I'm yeah. pretty sure he's on our wavelength. He knows anyway. But yeah. It's a good job your name begins with an A. That's... <laughs> It's perfect. Oh, I was yeah. going to ask Adam to join, but of course that wouldn't work. So. Well, no, I mean, I would have come up with something else. I just thought that was kind of clever. I don't know. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. No, no, we had that same joke. We, no, we didn't. I had that same joke before. Don't worry. Leave me to myself. No, Chris, I was, we, were fucking... initially, we, we initially were going to call. I said just fording ahead. And Ben's like, no, it's too yeah. much about me with my last name. I'm like, but it's your freaking idea. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fine. That's great. Um, and, then yeah. I'll, and then he goes, no, no. I was like, okay, fine. Al, uh, fording ahead with Alan and Ben. And he was like, oh, I like that. And then when you came out, I was like, ooh, I've got an even better title. So shit like that just pops in my head. I can't help it. It's just what it is what it is. Wordplay is the best. It really is. So that and, mas- that and masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip, isn't it? Yeah. If you feel well, Especially the tip. Yeah, if you leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair as well, it does. It cures hangovers and everything. So I don't care what anyone says. A good old wank keeps the headache away. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I hate when you do this because I all of a sudden just read an article the other day that said why masturbation is a good thing because it does release the good feeling endorphins that can make you feel better yeah. even if you're in a down... So I'm, I'm not suggesting just before the big meeting at work you try to sneak one off in your cubicle, but <laughs> apparently... Oh, oh, is, that, is that not normal? No, oh, yeah, it no, no. no. Yeah. It's, well... Back in the 70s, yes, but no, not today. You, you could get in trouble for that. But uh, no, seriously, it, it, there is a lot to, to be said about when you have those endorphins released. And whether it's endorphins through exercise, through laughter, shoot, exactly. I, I get more benefit out of laughter. And you know what? It's a lot easier to laugh when you don't feel like you have to be pissed off at the world the whole time. Mm. Absolutely right. And also yeah. the wanking, you could actually it's more about actually having sex if you think about it it's the same well thing. that would be better but i mean it <laughs> <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's true i think yeah, and that's another thing i like about the fact we're all very we're all very similar but we're all very different different stages you know i made a conscious effort and i don't and i'm speaking for myself to make a massive improvement to my life at this moment in time is to choose to be on my own okay and that's because of some of the shit that I've gone on and had in the past. So for me, that there is a prime example of how I improve my life. But of course, I'm not saying to everybody else, you should go dump your wives, <laughs> fuck them up the arse. Because that is not what I'm trying to say. But on the outside, sometimes I can be quite, oh, well, just fuck them in the bin. You know, that, that's me, of course, m- messing around. I don't mean that. Just because I haven't managed to find the right person doesn't mean everybody else has. You know? so, and it so also, that, I think that's quite important. But it also yeah. goes to show, there's no such thing as one perfect formula. You, you, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming down the road, you'd like to find someone that you can feel is that life partner at whatever stage you want to call it, whether it's marriage, whether it's just a move in or whatever. That doesn't mean your life sucks now. It just means there's something missing, but you can work toward that. Something missing. And I think everybody has something right. missing. And I think that's, again, about, about understanding your flaws or things that are missing in your life. Of course, I'll be lying to myself. Imagine if I had to, if, you know, imagine if I just did stay like this, having constant sex with loads of young people for the rest of my life. Uh, that don't sound like fun. No, no. <laughs> wait, Chris, wait a minute. Oh, wait, no, that Chris, awful. what did we do wrong? <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Right? But, and here's the, here's the thing. The thing is, but then you guys don't have these massive moments of feeling completely alone and on your own. Yes. Mm-hmm. So again, it's one against the other. And that, that there is one of my things that I detest at times. That, that is a part of my 5%, which I struggle with. I mean, it's one. Of, well, yeah, I also. Go on. Oh, go ahead, Chris. I was, I was just going to say. I mean, like a year or so ago, just to pick up on that, I talked. I was very briefly talking about relationships. I mean, again, during the ABC gaming at the beginning, you know, do you remember when I spoke about my relationship and just felt that, you know, 
it wasn't in the best place that it could be and it was starting to affect and it was just stupid things little things that were constantly setting off arguments and it came to a point um last year i think it was last year it might be in the year before but uh you know i just I, I just got all my running gear on and i just wanted to run out the house and not come back and to a point where i just i just felt like i can't face this anymore and then, you know, it took some strength, I guess, whatever you want to call it, because the only thing in the back of my mind was, um, if I'd go, I'm going to find it very hard to come back. And yeah, we got I, I don't yeah. I don't want the kids to to feel like that, you know what I mean? And so it was then, you know, I remember, I remember now, you know, phoning Kay and saying, oh, you know, she was downstairs yeah. and then uh, just said, I need to talk to you. And I just broke down and started crying and it was just like, you but know. But you know what, Chris? But that there's a prime example. Well, carry on, sorry. No, no, on. sorry. Yeah. And, it, and it's, again, it's just those kind of being able to talk about that kind of stuff as much as it can be a difficult conversation or, you know, although I don't find it necessarily difficult talking about it to you guys, but it just kind of, yeah. it getting it out in the open I think that's the well, thing. Well, here we go. It? There we are. You found the solution. There's a prime example. I'll tell you what, it can only go one of two ways. You had to speak to your wife about this sort of thing. Yeah. Okay? And she was either going to be on board with the person that she loves and supports you, or she doesn't. So there is an example of where it worked right for you. Mm. Now, with, with some of my history, with, with the people I've been with, they don't support. So it's, you, you can only try, and if it doesn't work out for me, which it didn't in the end, and it makes your life feel like shit, then from my point of view is I had to move on, I had to move away for my own sanity. So there's an example of where it didn't work for me, but it's worked for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And but I think as, anyway, sorry, Alan, I'll cut you off. No, I think as we move forward, we're going to find out that just because it works in one area of our lives, it may not work in another because I know for me, communicating is almost always better, but also learning not to just dwell on something, let it go is also as important. Sometimes it's not worth dying yep. on, you know, fighting the fight on the molehill only to lose, you know, the war. You can just, sometimes you just have to learn to say, all right, there's no point in discussing this anymore. We're not making any headway. I need to learn to just stop. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. I think because we're going to be able to bring yeah. in real world examples, real things we've done. Hopefully as more people, you know, catch on or decide they want to say, you know, oh, you know, tell me about this or, I'm going through this. You guys mentioned it or whatever it happens to be male or female. I mean, because here's the ironic thing. I've got nothing but women around me. I've got four daughters and a wife. So God knows I have no, I can't tell anybody what to do with their sons. Right. But I, I've, I can tell you how to go shopping for like tampons and sanitary napkins. That's, that's a fun <laughs> little joy thing. That, that was a treat for me. But I also was tasked. See, can I say that sort of thing embarrasses me as well? You know, it used to. Do I'll tell a story about that sometime. Not today. I'll, I'll tease the audience. So they, they say, do we demand the show get extended because yep. we need to hear the story. Um, but I mean, honestly, but my wife knows her temperaments too. And I trained every one of my girls how to drive. My wife knew there's absolutely no way she was going to be able to deal with my girls learning how to drive and I could handle that and she couldn't. So, you know, stories like that, just things yep. to do. We, we're going to have lots of stuff that we want to cover. Mm. And also as time goes on, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. You know, I'm not, I'm not the most peak version of myself yet. I've learned so much. I've got so much better, but I'm still not where I particularly want to be at in life right now. Do you see what I mean? So talking about it actually really helps and it makes me carry on walking forward. So that's the positive side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it'd be great. It's awesome. It's, it's the, being the honest with it. It's, it's the honesty. Being honest with yourself is one of the hardest things to do sometimes because we all have that. Uh, we mostly think that we're always right regardless, you know, pretty much. Because we do make the decisions for our own lives thinking we're doing the right thing at the right, you know, at that particular time. I've never actually gone out of my way to try and upset anybody. I've never actually gone out of my way to make the wrong decision. I've just done what I thought has been right for me at that particular time or right for the family, you know. My relationship with my exes, should I say, with my you know, the mothers of my children are brilliant because we made sure that they came first. Now, I know a lot of people who can't do that. A lot of people cannot stand or talk to their, the, the, the mothers of their kids or the fathers of their kids, which, of course, in turn means your kids have shittier lives. The one thing I can say is I know that my kids are happy and that's, that's like the biggest thing for me. That's mm. brilliant. Yeah, I think there are going to be lots of topics, definitely lots of topics there. I mean, like talking about, you know, say more recently about kids, children, about being a dad and about, you know, kind of enforcing those rules, but also trying to help your kids go through their own 
experiences, frustrations, learning to express themselves in different ways. And I mean, like as a recent, very recent example, very briefly, like as as recent as last night, uh, my daughter, my seven year old said to us that she was going to move out and go and live with her best friend and her family because they loved her more than we did. Oh, what? Uh, and how long did it take to pack? How long did it take to pack her bags? <laughs> well, to be fair, she did. She did it herself. <laughs> well, you didn't do it. Like, no, no. See, that that what you need to do is say that's fine, but you don't get to take anything that's not yours because everything well, the, you have, we gave you, which means it's ours. So the, well, the thing is, she's. So this is how quickly these things can change. So last night, my wife and I felt fucking shit. To be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Borrow, I should have asked. We can swear on this podcast, can't we? <laughs> too late I, fuck, I fucking hope so. Uh, you're not going to bleep it out, are you, Alan? Um, I, but, but I, I, wait, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Am I? That's all right. we, we, are we, we trying to be really... palatable while mothers are listening with children in the car? <laughs> well, well, my mother, I, my, my mother sits there. And well, your mom's oh, weird so. because she likes all the same things. <laughs> First of all, the, what you expose her to, that's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is weird yeah. well again that plays a part of my my uh, growing up and thing that is a part of it which as time goes on i'll explain as well it's yeah. not a normal relationship but that's because i need i i want to be there my mum. right there are, there are many reasons why she's with me so yeah, yeah. It's, that's well, true yeah, yeah we've talked about yeah. that in the past some as well but, but yeah, yeah so exactly. this is how quickly things can flip so <laughs> last night it was like drama and Kay was upset and i was like uh you know well <laughs> How the fuck are we going to get through this? No, no, no. You you can look back at these things now, and yes, you can. But so, whereas today, um, she's decided she doesn't want to leave because she. We told her that she wouldn't be coming on holiday with us, Uh, and uh, and that's how fickle they can be, man. Not just that, but other things as well. And I think, obviously, in in her heart, she doesn't want that. But she's seven years old. She's she's trying to express herself and and go. You know, yeah. So, but that made me feel shitty. And um, not having been having the opportunity, something like this, to be able to talk about it will help for me to be able to, uh, you know, kind of um, get some advice myself. So this is, all goes back to what you were saying earlier on, Ben, and what I said at the beginning. This is, for me, an opportunity to also learn and, and develop yeah. myself as much as anything else, you know. Yeah, because trust me, uh, Ben's got older kids and I can tell you about the... I mean, I've got two out the door, one nearly out, and one I can't wait to get the fuck out. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. no, I say that in a loving kind of way, though. I, there's nothing course, actually, yeah. honestly, nothing to me as a dad anyway makes me feel like I at least did a halfway decent job than to know they're surviving on their own. They don't need me every day to solve their problems. They're going to work. They're paying their bills. They're shopping. They're cooking. They're taking care. My two oldest, they're, they, they've got a, a place together they're renting for now because they just thought it'd be nice to get out on their own. They had my, me and my wife over for dinner one Sunday. They said, we'd like you to come over for dinner. And we thought that was the coolest thing that our kids that's were right. inviting us over for a dinner mm. they prepared. And to me, yeah, that's the, all so the proud. stress, so all proud. the yelling, all yeah. the arguments, it all goes away in that, in, that, in that moment when you realize, holy crap, we raised adults. Yeah, uh, I'm some way off that. On the flip side... <laughs> If you think this little drama of the seven-year-old going to live, it was causing, I cannot wait till they get teenage for you. You're going to have a freaking mental heart. You're going to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Chris. But then that's Alan's point of view. And then you have to listen to my point of view is I never had one single bit of trouble with my two oldest kids at all. Yeah. Not one single bit. Okay. What'd you do wrong? I don't know. What did you do wrong? I I never answered. I never answered the phone to them. No, I, that is a genuine thing, and I think that I think that, I think that that's again. It just goes to show that even with broken families, broken relationships, it's just different for everybody. It is different. We are all different, you know. We're all different. And you know what's crazy? And here's something I can tell you, and Ben, I think you know this, but I know with four living in the same house, every yeah, one exactly. was different. Even when you think, "Shit, I'm raising them with the same rules, the same ideas, the same morals, the same expectations for." working hard, studying, putting school first. And I'm like, how the hell yeah. do I have different, four different kids motivated by four different things? You have to learn mm-hmm. what works with one kid probably won't work with the other. Yeah. Totally. And particularly, like we were talking about Chris, weren't we? About your, you know, you got two younger, wait, two, the ones you know about. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This generation, Alan, I'm telling you, my, my daughter's nearly 11 and um, she is totally different to my eldest too. You know, my, my, my other daughter's nearly 20 and uh, my oldest is nearly 22. 
they are from a different generation and there is something that has changed massively in the in that t- in yep. the 10 years in between yep, yep. yeah crazy crazy smartphone and, social media and the internet yeah yeah absolutely yep. and the instantaneousness is that a word yeah the of uh, you know that there's sort of like there's everything available pretty much uh in a digital level the, the, the at your fingertips instantaneously and I think that has also built into the lack of patience. The sort of like, I want it now, you know, it's mine, I deserve it kind of it's thing. It's the on-demand mentality of the Veruca yep. Salt. I want it now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that plays That's into That's the connection there, buddy. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I'm it I did like that. that but awesome. um, last night, um, so this is how rock and roll I am, Ben. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, you know, that nine minute message you sent me because we were swapping messages on your birthday. Uh, it wasn't that wanking one, was it? No. Well, no. It took um, you nine minutes? <laughs> you <laughs> That's He's got some good stamina. I'm lucky if it's a six minute uh, workout. Come on. <laughs> but no, I mean, like after all what happened last night, I um it go it went back to sort of like I said oh, just over a week ago when I felt shitty about um the stuff that I was going through with Lucy, yeah. and then um I played that message for for Kay, and we we sat and we listened to it together in bed. So you've been in bed with my wife. <laughs> I should point that out. It's like a bed. Wow, Ben, you were in bed with them. Wow. Hey, yeah. hey if I if I'd have known, I'd have. Uh, Why do you think I call my Saturday show waking up with Alan? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. the funny thing is, Adam. The funny thing is, Alan Partridge, who I adore, by the way, is one of my favourite characters ever created. I always think of him when I think when you ever say when it's waking up with Alan. I always think of him. Yeah, I know you're nothing like him because you're really professional. You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, Chris. Yeah. You were saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, so we we did have a, a menage a trois with you, Ben, uh, last night, and uh, and nine minutes it lasted, which is at least six minutes longer than it normally lasts. Um, <laughs> so it it's kind of no, and and yeah. You know, because you made so much sense in that, and I, the reason why uh, I went to you about that was because we're a few, well, we're the same age, aside from a couple of months, couple of three months, and um, you know, you've got young children, and uh, you're a little bit older than Lucy. So I just wanted to know: is this normal? Is because you know, nobody gives you a fuck it, nobody gives you a manual when you have kids. Nobody tells you, you know, what to do. In I mean, people give you advice, but. Every kid is is different, which is what we've just said, isn't it? So, what, what... and it's about being honest, isn't it? And that's yeah. the point. I bet you, I bet you, there, there might have been an element of you thinking, "Oh Christ, he's going to tell me I'm all doing it wrong and this and that." No, it's it's totally normal. And anyone who doesn't—I mean, I know I just made that comment just now about saying I had no problems with my eldest two at all. I really didn't, and I was very, very lucky with that. But of course, I am well aware that that not all teenagers are like that, and. And my youngest daughter is a pain up the fucking ass at times. It's moments where you want to, you must think to yourself, I think I could generally turn into a madman and throttle this little motherfucker who taught me like some piece of shit. Yes. And she's my daughter. She's yes. my daughter. I mean, moments like that, moments of madness where you think, who the fuck are you talking to? I can look at grown men and just give them a stare sometimes and they shit a brick. And you, you little shit, little fuck face arsehole. Is And I tell you what, <laughs> How you get over that in the end is by kind of just playing them at their own game. And you have to be 100% on that as well. Yes. And 100%. Don't make a threat. 100%. Don't make a threat that you don't carry through because they learn very quickly, oh, you don't mean it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. And I think that's some of the mistakes that that Kay and I have made. And because she was our first child, she was spoiled as well. And we're now reaping the whirlwind of all of that. So we're not uh, sort of, we we are complicit in what's going on. We we, we are, as if you like to say, we are as much at fault as for for what's going on. So, but it's, it's trying to manage that now. And I think with the second one, we are different and she's a different child not because of the way that we're treating her, but she's just different generally. She's more confident than Lucy was. Um, and But that's because she follows Lucy and she sees her. Um, and, you know, she wants to be like her. Do you know, which, again, that's a balancing act. Which when she sees Lucy acting ba- badly, she then start. you can see she's starting to copy it. But mm-hmm. because we are better equipped to manage it, it's... It, but you know it's just I had life, to say by it? the way you know what I, mean? I had to say as well thanks for I, I, obviously I knew you'd listen to that message but the fact you played it to K as well is brilliant so I, thank, thanks for that because it's almost like a little it's like a, like a little third party there who can kind of make a bit of sense yeah to, to, 
Yeah, I like that. That's really, really cool. No, no, no. Well, I was worried that she's going to turn around saying he's talking a lot of shit. But uh... <laughs> yeah, and would, you, and, and would you have told me? Would you have told me she said that? I would expect you to. I would. No, I no. need you to unfriend him now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'm, Alan, I'm keeping that... track of the time as well. No, do you because... know what? Hold on a second. Who's hosting this fucking show? You yeah. are. But I'm doing my best <laughs> and, as associate and, producer and, and, to whisper and can in your I just ear say, in front of the audience. That we're getting close to that sixty-minute mark. <laughs> yeah, and plus this is the pilot show, and and I think this yeah. is the, though to say say that though, because I'm keeping an eye of the time. It is a good sign though that we don't necessarily want to stop talking because that means that we've got a lot to say and there's plenty more to come. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? You know. And can I be honest, Alan? I was literally. Actually, I, I, actually, I, I actually was going to say I actually was going to say the same thing just a minute ago. Look at that! So you know what? That's my fault because I knew you were such you were so worried at the beginning. As a novice host, I should have let you. <laughs> I should have let you do it. My bad. I apologize. Actually, I quite. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Actually, hosting this has been fantastic. I haven't had to you know say much really with regards to the hosting element of it, but I've really enjoyed it. But I think it'd be cool if we all take it in turns sometimes. I think that'd be fantastic as well. I so. do want to leave uh, the audience, especially on the UK side, with a piece of advice because you've already lost out here in the United States. You guys have daylight saving time coming up in a couple of weeks, right? The end of the month. Yeah. 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 Now, what you need to do is that you, you, you're supposed to spring forward at about two o'clock in the morning. And if you've got a significant other, you've got that wife, You'll be able to do this for the rest of the year. You need to take her hungrily at 2 a.m. And then six minutes later, you can say that's the best hour and six minutes that you're going to get all year long. <laughs> <laughs> Little piece of advice for the folks across the you pond. You need to get your actions together, buddy. You know, I can't, I'm not going to have any negative talk when it comes to me doing the bizzo because I'm pretty much legendary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much legendary when it comes to that shizzle, my friend. <laughs> Listen, look at this world I'm living in. Do you think it's great? Fantastic. I don't have anyone to tell me how shit it is. That's why. Okay, so that's why I can say this because I think I'm great. But no, that is awesome. I think that's been a really, really cool first um, episode, actually. Yeah, episode. Mm, I think I so too. We both enjoyed it. Yeah. I, and I've already, you know what? And and as we wrap this up, I will tell you from my perspective, my walking away from this, I already have some thoughts that I will share with you guys on WhatsApp on how I think we can add some of that maybe, yeah. I don't want to say structure to the point where it becomes a formula, but some things that I think might be things we could think about for the next episode. Yeah. And hopefully you've done Definitely. the same. Yeah, and I think as well it would be good to uh, just kind of throw in things that maybe we've experienced since the last time we recorded. Yep. You know, the kind of things that we've uh, either positive or negative. Uh, if it's negative, how we overcame it or maybe didn't. And then talk to each other about maybe if it happens again, how can we deal with it? So that kind of thing as well. So we could have like a bit of a topic, but also we can talk about just kind of, well, what's been going on with your life since we last spoke? Because I think that's always nice to hear, you know, because it kind of gives people uh, a timeline of where we're at, you know, with things that are going on. Okay. You know how I just said I was going to send you guys some suggestions? Uh, a scratch it. Chris just did. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you know, perfect. they say great minds think alike. There you so, go. We'll go yeah. with that. Yeah. So, so, so with that, then we may as well wrap this first episode up. Then I believe. Do you think? You, anything else you want to add, either guys, nope. either one of you? I'm good. No, nothing at all. I, you know what? So, um, it worked for me already. Is just a pilot. I'm already like I. I can't wait. I'm going to go upstairs. The wife is already out on the deck. Have a wank. It feels nice today. Yeah. I'm going to grab a drink. We're going to sit out there. We're going to watch the sunset, and I'm already in a good mood. Look what the show awesome. did. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm just going to go and have a wank. What about yourself? <laughs> Uh, I might play a bit of Call of Duty. Uh, I might give my wife a cuddle, and there you go. Well, I've got to say, I've thoroughly That's enjoyed it. That's good to it. wank me off. <laughs> <laughs> wank me off. <laughs> Just a little lick of the testicles, love. They've been asking too much. Come on, get down on it. Look, look honey, I've been up. I've been in front of the microphone. I need you to step up to the purple mic for just a few minutes. <laughs> know what I mean? Wank, is wank, it purple? It always makes me laugh when people say purple. It's not really purple, is it? Well, Come it on. depends on how hard you squeeze it. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I sp- <laughs> <laughs> so then chapper chippers i've thoroughly enjoyed it i want to thank you alan for joining me for this first show absolutely and you chris been a pleasure we need to pimp, we, need, we need to pimp ourselves out and this is the bit where i'm going to fall down really really badly but alan firstly for you whilst you're a member of this wonderful team of 60 minutes with, you're also a member of another podcast as well so would you want to pimp yourself out a little bit as well sure uh i'm, I'm not a, i'm not too uh, above whoring myself for the audience yeah no uh we do a, a podcast <laughs> 
uh, that where Ben, you and I actually became friends as a result of you stumbling across yeah. it called The Wilder Ride, where we look at the movies of Gene Wilder one minute of the film at a time. Each season is one movie. So we did Young Frankenstein in season one. We did Blazing Saddles in season two. I won't get into a long list of where you can find us. We were lucky enough that the name of the show, The Wilder Ride, was available everywhere. So whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever podcatcher you like, uh, if you want to support us on Patreon or if you want to support us anywhere, look for The Wilder Ride or just go to thewilderride.com. There's the website. It's got all the links to everything you need. That is fantastic. And it is a wonderful show. Loved it. Mm. Um, And yourself, Chris, where can we find you? Uh, I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. And then uh, you can find me on 60 Minutes with Entertainment Show, ABC of Gaming, uh, occasionally Soundcheck Show, uh, and generally just 60 Minutes with. There you go. Okay, awesome. And right then, so lastly, from my point of view is I'm at at XX40XX on Twitter. But honestly, any feedback from anyone listening, when you get a chance to hear this, we'd, we'd absolutely love it. I know all three of us would, just to get input from you as uh, the audience, uh, the listeners, um, all that sort of stuff that Shizzle would be into. Now, this is where I'm going to fail miserably, guys, and I'm going to need your help. Cause it's all the reading out of where they contact the show. So, I mean, the website is, am I right in saying? Yeah. At, uh, 60minuteswith.co.uk. <laughs> where you can find all the other shows we do as well. Um, Alan hosts, in fact, Alan here hosts uh, The Rant Show, which is it's still working out every few weeks, I think, or once a month. Nearly. Well, we, we had a little bit of a lag in February, but I'm, gonna, I'm rectifying yeah. that moving get, forward. Get right on it. That's awesome. Um, and Chris, you're on a couple of shows as well. You're on with um, Dave on with The Entertainment Show. Mm-hmm. And which else do you do, buddy? Oh, you do one with Adam as uh, well, don't you? Adam, the movie yeah. show, uh, the ABC of gaming, obviously, Gaming's- with you yeah. uh, and Adam. So, yeah. And then you've got Tom, obviously, who does the uh, was it Decade of Decadence show. With, That's right, with, with Dave. Dave. Yeah. We have a yeah. new member as well, don't we, to the... Uh, is it Chris? No, what's his name? Can't remember. No, Steve. Do Steve Woolley. Steve, Steve Woolley is he? Oh, Steve. Yeah, we yeah. have a new member. <laughs> Chris me. has been here for a while. Like, you <laughs> might know him. He's been on the air with us for the last hour. Uh, I'll have you know that, that, Dave, that Dave approached me back in 2015 yeah. to, to join him to do this. But yeah. See, it was all going so well, and I've just failed at the last hurdle. <laughs> I apologise, everyone. But yeah, we have a new guy, Steve Woolley. I must admit, I'm not sure what he's done. He's done he did a show with Tina, didn't he? He did a, a lovely little new yeah. show. With yeah, a so, d- kind of sound check show. Like, they're going to do things, yeah. I guess, where they're going to look at a theme with music rather than right. listening to a song or interviewing an, an artist, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, uh, the, 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 or a word. So, the, the word was water. So, what's the first song that comes into your head that relates to water? Rhyme and of the Ancient Mariner. Yeah, oh, I thought you were asking right, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it's one of those. That, so then they then go into sort of like you know off, uh, on tangents about the the song, the album, the band, and about why it makes them feel that way about that particular song. There you go. It's That's cool. Fantastic. It's very good. I liked it. I liked it, it a lot. It really is. And in fact, this will be the I believe the ninth um, themed show, wouldn't it, for us? So anyway, that that's been awesome. As I say, um, just basically go to see basically how to get one of those in. Just go to the website to find out about all because loads of content on there, reviews and whatnot. So just there's so much going on over at 60minuteswith.co.uk. There we are, guys. That's it. Bye bye. Say bye bye, chipper chappers. Bye bye. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool. And I'll tell you what, it's been nice because I've um, not recorded in a while and I've uh, this is the first time I'm using Chris's uh, headset that he lent to me. So um, And it just sounds 10 times better. I've just done a little, a little recording and listened to it back and it's just, yeah, definitely better as far as I can tell. I can tell right now how much better the bottom end, end range is. Well, you know, we know it's important for you to have a good bottom end. <laughs> it really is. And I'm anal like that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awesome. It's a good thing Stabby is uh, still watching a video with his child. <laughs> he doesn't have to deal with this nonsense. <laughs> you're, you're having a laugh. Wait till he gets on. And try Chris again here. Let's say uh-huh. add Chris. Hello. Hello, Chris. Uh, hello. Hello. How are you? Whoa. Is Chris there? I guess that's why it says Chris just joined. <laughs> yeah. <the paper. laughs> How, How are we doing? Alan? You're, you're an expert. You're a professional at all this. What's going on? Hey, I just got done doing tech support for Ben. So, Chris, let's hear what you sound like. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's always the case. Like when we record an ABC or whatever, it's like you know you have to add on about ten to fifteen minutes. 
just to get Ben up to speed with but, stuff. But, so. Although from <laughs> my point of view, is though, I'm never using the same fucking headset. I usually break them <laughs> once a week. So it's, you know, the new one. Everything is Right, shall I start recording now, or shall I just, are you going to count us in? <laughs> I would suggest you go ahead and record, yeah. That's fine, no, no, I have. I've clicked, I clicked record, I wasn't sure if you're going to count us in. There we go. So hosting, hold that. Does that mean I've got to introduce the show and all that shizzle? Absolutely. I've never done it before. Once before in my life, I think I did it, for the same coin. Uh, well, you know the the headset as well, Ben. Have you flipped the arm down like uh, for your mouthpiece, just out of interest? You're so happy, fucking twat. <laughs> what do you I'm mean? Check- it's not fucking up by the, my forehead, is it? I was just checking. No, it's just checking. Oh, does it, does also, sound- did you know there's a little um, little uh, <laughs> dial on the back of the left ear for your volume and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I was just checking. That's no, all right. you just talk to me like I'm not professional. But I mean, just quickly. <laughs> Okay, well, this could be the first and last time then. Let's just No, you that. know, we may just rotate hosts as far as we go, but yeah. this is the inaugural test. We might okay. as well see how bad it is to let you take the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, this is a positivity show, right? Just checking. I, I am that- positive you're going to fuck this up. <laughs> do, do you remember... St- <laughs> I gen- you know what? I'm the most confident human being you'll ever meet in your life, right? But all of a sudden, I'm starting to panic slightly. What's going on? Everything is awesome. Everything is cool How do we start this bad boy? Right, okay. I actually generally don't know. Okay. <laughs> right, here we are. One. Do I want a little, do a little pause in between here, yeah? Sure. <laughs> Are you, I feel like you're really putting me on the spot here, you tossers. <laughs> okay, Chris, let's be very quiet and just stare at him. Okay. I will. Oh, do I can feel it. Okay, right, here we are. How do you know we start the fucking, it's just like, good evening. That sounds like shit to me, but there we are. How about okay. just, hello? Ah, there we go. Perfect, <laughs> there we go, right. Yeah. So, am I, so am I putting the 60 minutes within there bit? Am I doing that for now, I suppose, though? So. 60 minutes with ABC of gaming, yeah? Uh, ABC. Not ABC of gaming. <laughs> the A. Do you need to write this down, Ben? But it is based off of your last name. I would have thought this would have stuck better by okay, now. Okay, we go. The right. ABCs affording ahead. Affording ahead, right. Everything is awesome. We believe in our dreams.